Wow, wow. Praise God, beloved. Welcome to the fifth month daily devotions audio, which comprises of 30 daily devotional messages and spirit-inspired quotes as well. This message is not about information, but transformation through enlightenment in God's word according to the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 15 to 21 and Romans chapter 12 verse 2. You were in for an experience of God's power and real transformation in your life like never before. Beloved, you will find these devotions to be a treasure that you will help you. That will help you, number one, to grow in your relationship with God. This is what you were created for. Number two, to know what you believe by understanding your faith better. Number three, to build habits and practices that will help you continue to grow in Christ. Number four, to know your purpose and become vibrant in the kingdom. Number five, to manifest the realities of the kingdom of God. What will you choose? Are you ready for transformation? Get a book and a pen. Set some time every day to listen carefully, reflectively, and to make personal notes and revelations you receive from the Holy Spirit because he will talk to you as you listen. And lastly, pray on the subject matter. Pray on whatever he points out in your life, whatever he teaches you, whatever you learn, whatever revelation. Hallelujah. Have an expectant heart. Don't just listen passively. No. This one you have to set some time to go somewhere where there is no noise, where there is no distraction, so that you can hear what God is telling you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Are you ready? Get started. Day one. Jesus changes sinners. Beloved, the Pharisees didn't understand what Jesus was all about, just like some of his children today. For one thing, he hung out with people they, they would have crossed the street to avoid. He hugged them. He ate with them. He entered into their homes like Zacchaeus. He called some to be his disciples. He even allowed the prostitute woman to anoint his feet with a perfume and kisses without stopping her. Jesus gave sinners a chance, an opportunity to know him and to realize their sins. And so, there is no one who encountered Jesus 
and did not change. Not one at all. All of them had wonderful testimonies and became evangelists of what Jesus has done to them, of what they had seen and heard about Jesus. The Pharisees thought they were away too holy to rub elbows with those people. What Jesus said to them is like music to your ears. If you think you have done such horrible things that God could never love you. He lets you know that he is more interested in changing sinners than in recruiting good, religious, hypocrite people to his cause. But does that mean that Jesus isn't interested in you if you haven't gotten messed up in sex or drugs or haven't broken the law? Not at all. When he said he wasn't inviting the righteous, he was talking about the attitude in people's hearts. People who consider themselves righteous, good, in quotes, holier than thou, in quotes, like the Pharisees, don't think they need Jesus, neither his mercy. But people who know they are sinners, whether their sins are obvious to everyone or the invisible sins of the heart. They know they need Jesus and he welcomes them with open arms. Remember, beloved, that the church is not for perfect people, but for perfecting saints. This is why Jesus has not yet come. The church is not yet perfect. He is coming for a perfect church. So work out your own salvation with fear and trembling and help others as well towards perfection. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 2. Real change. Beloved, God makes you who you are. He gave you the talent you were born with, your personality came from him too, all the things that happened to you, he uses to help you become the person he wants you to be. He also gives you some discipline and a lot of gentle reading. But God needs your cooperation. If you won't listen to him or if you're always complaining every time, your life isn't going the way you plan, then it's going to take a long time for you to change. But if you let him do what he needs to do, the change will be quicker. That's the key. Let him do it. You can make yourself more patient, more loving, or more thoughtful only by letting God change the way you think. You can decide to change your actions, but unless you change on the inside, it will fall apart after a while. It will blow out. So changing your actions is not a bad idea. Carry your own cross and follow him. Die from the flesh and pursue spiritual matters because the spirit gives life and peace, but the flesh leads to death.
ask him to make the real change in you that is job we cannot change our own hearts hallelujah glory be to god amen day 3 church is important church is important beloved going to church is important for several reasons first the church is something god wanted and established on earth it's the place he has made for his people to come together and learn about him and to serve him and to worship him secondly it's a place for you to find christian friends and people you can look up to thirdly it's a place for you to get to know him to get to know his word and a place where you can be encouraged you may be thinking yeah but those those things don't really happen the church beloved is full of hypocrites you are right it is it's full of humans imperfect people who blow it just like you jesus came to help the imperfect people what's important is important is that there are also some incredible people in church people whose hearts are really longing to be like jesus these people can be wholesome friends and role models for you you may be thinking okay but church is stuffy and boring but there are many there are so many kinds of churches today some with forms of music and worship that may really appeal to you or that are led by young energetic pastors who really know how to relate to you give church a chance look around at different ones just make sure you find one that confesses Jesus Christ as the only lord and savior that teaches sound doctrine the true word of god pray about your decision and ask the holy spirit to help you find your place your local church when you find it get involved and grow with other christians you will be glad you went into the house of the lord like david hallelujah glory be to god amen therefore be faithful beloved all through the bible god models what good character is then calls us to be like him he promises to keep his word you are a person of good character if you do what you say you will do if you keep your promises do you keep people waiting for you do you really go where you tell your loved ones your spouse your parents your children your boss you will be if you find yourself always making excuses it's time for a character adjustment 
Look at God and imitate him. You can be successful at almost anything if you do what you have said you will do. Be dependable. Be trustworthy. Be faithful. It's a journey. It's not a one day thing. You can start working at it. Step by step and you'll get there. You will win their trust again if you've lost it. Those are all attributes of God. To be dependable, trustworthy, faithfulness. They are attributes of God. He doesn't need to make any excuses. The same applies to you. You don't need to give excuses that it's the devil who trapped you and temptations protect your integrity. It's difficult but you can do it. Just make up your mind now today and start to be faithful. No matter what. You will be glad when you face the faithful one. God who never fails. He keeps his promises whether you are faithful or not. Hallelujah. Beloved, to have a good name and to be respected is more valuable than silver and gold. Build your character and God will bless your name when he sees your faithfulness. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 5. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. Beloved, do you seek the Lord? How do you seek him? How often are your prayers answered? Do you obey to do the instructions he gives you as you seek him? The Lord gives clear instruction and direction to believers. He's not the God of confusion. The Holy Spirit still guides us through the will of God. The church in Acts worshipped, they fasted and waited for God to give instruction. They actively sought the Lord about what to do. Do you actively seek the Lord about the direction of your life and activities? Where to live? Where to go for schooling? which college, who to marry you, where to work, which organization, which career. We must follow the examples of the disciples and pursue him. These guys did not have AK-47, but they filled the whole Samaria, Judea, Jerusalem and the earth with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We need to seek God sincerely. We hear from God when we listen for him to speak. If you want God to speak to you, then spend time with him. Worshipping, fasting, praying, studying the word. If you will be faithful to listen, 
then he will speak. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 6. Plan your life. Plan your life, beloved. For which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down fast and count the cost whether he has enough to finish it lest after lest after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish all who see it begin to mock him saying this man began to build and was not able to finish luke chapter 14 verse 28 to 30 talks about planning importance of planning Jesus is teaching the element of planning in regard to discipleship from his teaching we can apply the principle of financial planning to your goals for college plan if you want to go for college plan plan for projects plan for a family plan for your business your ministry plan for your career plan your life like the builders of the tower you can sit down and figure out how much it will cost to get through college how much it will cost for that project make a plan and work the plan act on the plan Begin planning a few years in advance. Save money if it requires savings. Get a loan. Invest. Your parents, your family or your friends may not be able to help you. And if they are helping you, they might not do that forever. Or support you financially forever. But with good planning you will be able to achieve your goals your vision your dreams be faithful and good stewards with the resources of God the resources God has given you beloved only one who is faithful with small matters will be entrusted with great matters hallelujah Glory be to God. Amen. Day 7. Be trustworthy. Beloved, if you have never given your parents a reason to distrust you. They probably trust you more than you know. If you have broken your parents' trust and want to restore it, read the book of Proverbs chapter 23. Verse 22 to 25. Look at the things that makes parents proud. Truth, wisdom, instruction, and understanding. Developing these qualities in your life will help you learn to set a good example for your parents and for other people. begin to work on these areas of your life and though it may it may take some time watch your parents doubt turn to trust you don't have to transform overnight or 
in one week. Just work on one thing at a time. For instance, if you say you'll do some task or make promises, do it. Keep the promises. Not doing it with a lame excuse doesn't make you trustworthy at all. Even though they are the they, they are the parents and you are the child. You can still set an example for them. You can still earn their respect. They are watching you more closely than you think. Some adults do not care about their parents. They don't call them. They don't buy gifts for them or visit them at home. They have forgotten and neglected them. They see them as a nuisance and a distraction in their lives. And so they have given them awkward names, unbelievable names outside of this world. Beloved, it will reach a time. Oh, hallelujah. It will reach a time when you will wish to see that call. But there will be no, there will be gone. There will be no more. Or you will plan to go home and find no one. Only silence and memories and a grave. Which cannot talk to you or welcome you home. Or embrace you. This is when you realize your mistake. Too late to reverse time. Beloved, love them. Love your parents. Let them enjoy the blessing of having given birth to you. It doesn't matter how they raised you. It doesn't matter. Aren't you glad that you are not aborted? But came in such a time like this to be a blessing to them and the nations of the earth? Love your parents. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day eight. Love God. Love God. Beloved, a lot of people have memorized the Bible verse that tells us to obey our parents in the Lord, to do what they want. Do you ever wonder what's the big deal? The big deal is God's word says that to obey is better than sacrifice. We can spend all of our time in church and put all our money in the offering. But if we weren't walking the walk, we are missing the point of what God's word is saying. Remember that obedience is better than a bunch of rituals. In fact, God's word says that if we truly love him, we will really do what he says to do. When you obey God, not only does this show the world that you love him, it shows him that you love him. Love God, beloved. Love God today and reap the blessings of God tomorrow. 
You don't have to be religious to honor and love him. You just have to think about him. Consider what he wants. Follow his directions. Spend time with him. Thank him for making you his special treasure and feel the same about him. That he is your treasure and love too. Love God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength. Beloved, if we really love God, our lives will prove it. If we obey God, we show the world that we love him. So, fall in love with him. Hold on tight to your love for him. Never let it go or to grow cold. No. Tell him every day. Learn to tell him every day, every hour that you love him very much and that there's no replacement for him in your heart. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 9. Keep the fire burning. Keep the fire burning. Beloved, one day Jesus was talking talking to some people who had done great things for him. They worked hard and persevered. But in all of that, they somehow lost their first love for him. Read your Bible in the book of Revelation chapter 2 verse 3 to 4. You probably know people like that. They go to church all the time. They wear the Christian t-shirts and scream Jesus really loud at concerts, at crusades in the church. Which is not wrong. It's all right. But they are missing a passion for him. The Lord wants you to be known as a person who loves him. He'd rather have you be known as a gentle humble lover of God than as the most eloquent preacher who just sounds good. All kinds of things will tempt you to love them more than you love Jesus. But don't give in. Hold on tight to your love for him. When other people stay away from an encounter with you, they should know one thing that you have a passionate fervent fiery love for God that will not quit you don't want them to know that you know and love him that you are connected to him that he is number one in your life if you have gotten caught up in doing a bunch of stuff in the name of the lord run into his presence pray and worship him start listening to him and hearing his voice let him melt your heart again ask him to rekindle your fire for him your service is made great because your love for him is great keep your passion burning for him hallelujah glory be to god amen they tell inner beauty inner beauty beloved beauty has more to do with your inside than your outside 
God cares about your heart and attitude more than the shape of your face, your body, or the color of your eyes. If you ask him, God will reveal to you the beauty he created in you. He created you for a purpose. Your life gives him such a pleasure. He thinks you are beautiful. You are precious to him. Can you see? Hallelujah. Can you see what he sees, beloved? If you feel God created you for something more than beauty contest, then begin to search and pray for his purpose. Ask him to show you your strength and help you use them. The most attractive people in the world are the ones who are confident about their purpose. They know what their life is supposed to be about and they are hard at work to fulfill God's plan for them. If you can't stand the way you look, then ask God to show you what he has in mind for you. Ask him to make you into a person who looks into the mirror and likes the reflection. Beloved, focus on the awesome things he has built into you. Ask him to replace your insecurity with a purpose, with his purpose. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 11. Spend time in word. Spend time in word. Beloved, if you want to get closer to God, start by spending time in his word. Not only will you learn about him, but you'll hear from him. Jesus speaks to us through his word more than any other way. That's why it's so important to read the Bible, study it, and memorize verses. Did you, not, did you know that as you spend time in this book, the word of God, your faith is being increased? Just try it. Do it if you have not started. It's vital that you put the word of God in you. When things are going great and you don't think you need it, so it will be there when you do need it. Remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That is in the book of Romans chapter 10 verse 17. God can speak to us in many ways as he can imagine. He's not limited only to the Bible. He's very creative when it comes to getting our attention. He can speak to us while we are still or shout to us in our busyness. We can read the Bible and know that he has just spoken directly to our situation. A teacher may teach from the scripture and God speaks through him or her. He uses billboards. He uses phone calls, hugs from friends, successes and failures and ordinary experiences. Beloved, he will do whatever it takes. Intervene to intervene whenever necessary 
to get you to look up and know that he is God. Do you have eyes to see? Do you have ears to hear God speaking to you? May your spiritual ears and eyes and other senses be opened as well as you delight in him. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 12. Guard your mouth. Guard your mouth. Beloved, how many times have you heard it? Do not let your mouth cause your flesh to sin. Or do not let your mouth get you into trouble. How many times have you let it? You went off on your mom, on your dad, on your teacher, on your boss. You called your brother a name and they punched you in the nose. You said something unkind about someone and it got back to them. King Solomon, the writer of Ecclesiastes, is considered one of the wisest men ever. You would be wise to take his advice. He knew that once you say something to somebody, you can never take it back. If you get angry and scream something you don't really mean, it could still hurt someone. You could say something innocent that gets twisted around and makes you look really bad. The book of Proverbs chapter, 20, uh, chapter 18 verse 21 says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. It is true. Your words are powerful. They can encourage somebody. They can inspire. They can comfort. Or they can hurt them. They can bite and sting or devastate them. So choose your words carefully and make them good. Count one to ten. Before you spit off a bunch of insults, you will later regret the rest of your life. Your words can be death or life. May the Lord fill you with words of life. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Day 13. The Bible. The Bible. Beloved, the Bible is an awesome book. It's full of answers and advice and wisdom. It's full of war, deceit, natural disasters, and family scumbles. Everything is all there. It's the richest piece of literature ever written. You don't need any reference. You don't need any other book to interpret the Bible. It can interpret itself. It can explain itself. But beyond all of that, the Bible is the word of God. It's the letter that God has personally written to you and me. God's got some things to say. And they are all together in this one incredible book, the Bible. When Jesus lived in earth, he prayed to God one day and said, Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. Read John chapter 17, verse 17. 
Beloved, are you a follower of Jesus? Then this prayer is for you. Jesus says that God's word is truth. And what does that truth does for you? It makes you free. John chapter 8 verse 32. The Bible has the power to give you freedom from whatever has got you down in family, in school, in depression, in confusion, in guilt, stress, frustration, bad self-image, loneliness, lack of direction, apathy, boredom, you name it. The truth of God's word can make you free. The Bible is like a lot of other things. You can't experience it just because it's there under your pillow or in your briefcase or in your handbag or in your locker or in your library store. No, you've got to pick it up and open the pages and read it. You have to spend time in it. You've got to get it into your head and into your spirit, your heart. It is David who said that he has hid his word in his heart that he may not sin against him. Beloved, of all the stuff you can do in your life, getting serious about God's word is the very best. Nothing else will make you free. Victorious and prosperous. No. Hallelujah. The Bible. The Bible. Your manual for life. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 14. Overcome evil with good. Overcome evil with good. Beloved. Luke says, Welcome to the club. People who love God have been lied about since the beginning. He also says that God will bless those who have been mistreated because of him. Hallelujah. The book of Proverbs, chapter 25, verse 18 to 22, gives us some wisdom about friends who tell lies about us or treat us badly. The advice is to do exactly the opposite of what your friends do. Even when you are disappointed and angry, you are supposed to be Christ-like. Matthew chapter 5 verse 11 says, Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely because you love Jesus. By loving a person who hurts you, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Proverbs chapter 25, verse 22. Wow, that's pretty tough advice. When people tell lies or spread, spread rumors about you, your reputation gets shattered. Your pride gets wounded and your heart gets broken. And God wants you to do what? Yep, he says to love them. Anyway, even give food to them if they are angry and pray for them and bless them too. By doing so, you prove the strength of your character and you overcome evil with good. 
God promises to reward you for that for that Jesus healed and even raised the dead of those who will later crucify him Oh he even did more dying on the cross for them you and I He went even further by praying for them Father forgive them they do not know what they do Thank you Lord Jesus <laughs> overcome evil with good Hallelujah Glory be to God Day 15 Jesus is all you need Jesus is all you need Beloved Did you know that in the Hebrew the word for savior means victor deliverer rescuer That means that Jesus is your rescuer from darkness to light You have been delivered and you are victorious The only way this can happen is with Jesus in your life Jesus is the only way to God and God is the only one who can save In fact Romans chapter 10 verse 13 says that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved This word saved in the Greek is translated in several ways to be rescued from danger to save from suffering and disease to make well to heal and restore to health to make whole This should get you excited Not only is God the only one who can save you from sin but he is the only one who can save you from suffering and disease He is the only one who can truly make you well The only one who can heal and restore your health Hallelujah He is the only one who can rescue you from evil Thank you Lord Jesus There are so many people that you run shoulders with every day in your office at home in your neighborhood on the streets in the supermarkets who are searching for a remedy in their lives beloved you have that cure and his name is Jesus let them know you have the answer they have been looking for He is the only one who saves. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 16. What do you speak? Beloved, Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 tells us words can bring death or life. You have heard the slogan sticks and stones may break my bones but words will never hurt me This may be true physically but spiritually words can be very destructive Hurtful words can do a lot of damage to people and leave them wounded and bitter We need to learn to put a guard over our mouths our mouths can get us in trouble more than almost anything else 
That's why we are commanded to be quick to listen and slow to speak. We have had all opportunity to get upset and to pop off at the mouth. When we do, we end up saying things we wish we hadn't. And the worst thing is that we can't take them back. God forgives and forgets. But people usually hang on or hang on to those kind of things. So, the next time someone rubs you the wrong way, don't rip into that person. Stop and think before you speak. The same is true when we hurt ourselves physically. The next time you hit your thumb with a hammer or you drop something on your toe, remember, don't let anything filthy come out of your mouth. Be clean inside out. Begin to praise God instead and watch God will do. Hallelujah. Watch what God will do. Please remember, angry words hurt others. Words are powerful. Choose them carefully. Words can be very destructive. Words can hurt or heal. So guard your mouth. Speak the truth instead of lies. Speak good things instead of bad things. Praise God, praise God with your words. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. God did not just give you mouth to eat and to abuse people and to hurt people with your words. No. He gave you that mouth to speak blessings, to speak life, to decree things, and they happen. Hallelujah. So be a blessing. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 17. Do you read your Bible? Do you read your Bible? Beloved, many people backslide when they forget this necessity in their lives. I have always found that for every backsliding case, there is a negligence of reading the word of God. Our brother Paul tells us that the Holy Scriptures are good for training us in righteousness. Do you want to live righteous life for God? Then you must let the word of God dwell in you richly. It is important that Bible reading has a place in our day-to-day -day program. The Bible instructs us and cannot be revised as one likes. Reading the Bible helps God become more real to us. God speaks to us through the Bible. So read the Bible to find out the right thing to do. Be disciplined enough to read God's word. When you face problems, put the word of God in your heart and mind. Use the word of God like a sword when you face troubles. Don't believe anything that don't line up with God's word. The word of God is always your reference point 
Be serious about reading the word. The Bible. God's word will outlast the earth. Our faith increases as we study the Bible. Memorize God's word. Renewing your mind with God's word builds your faith. The Bible is the word of God which has power to give us freedom. Hallelujah. And breakthrough in whatever area. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 18. Finish well. Finish well. Beloved, life is not 100 meter sprint, but a marathon race. You need to keep going and remembering your dream. You need to forget your past because your past is past. It is gone. It is dead. Your dream drives you. You must agree to change your lifestyle. You can't continue to live the way you used to live in the past, in sin, in confusion. People fear to change because it affects their comfort zones. It is impossible to improve in this life without change. So, keep a positive outlook. Life isn't about what happens to you, but how you react to those circumstances. Do you turn? Do you quit? Do you shrink in fear? So, keep a strong heart and have confidence in yourself. And you will make it. Life also is not just an adventure. No, you cannot be a tourist all your life. You are a tourist in life. No, it's not an adventure. It's a fight. You choose to be determined. Holding on till you see desired results. Your determination is a reflection of your faith. Without determination, you remain average. If not below average. Determination is the fuel of progress. So decide to be different. You must decide to be different. For you to be different. It's not automatic. No, nor anybody can give you no. Being different always attracts what you need to achieve. Your dreams. So fight for where you are going. Remember the Lord who is great and wholesome. Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 14. Be serious with him and also raise a prayer. Altar. In your house. In your room. If you're in a house, change the whole house. In the kitchen, the sitting room, the bedroom. An altar. A house of prayer. If you're in a, in a room, make your room an altar. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 19. 
Gossip leads to evil. Gossip leads to evil. Beloved, at the time, gossip can seem so harmless to you. A few words about a friend. Information that nobody else knew. You felt big. Everyone paid attention to you and seemed to be impressed. And then, a few days pass. Your friend hears that you told her secrets. You gossiped. She's pretty upset and she's really hurt. You are ashamed. So you try to cover your tracks with lies. But it's too late. She already knows. What a mess. Your tongue gets out of control and causes evil. In other words, your mouth can get you into big trouble. Words are powerful, like deadly poison. They can ruin somebody's day or somebody's life. They can also save somebody's life as well. They can hurt or they can heal. Read the book of James, chapter 3, verse 10 to 12. You will see that blessing and cursing, good words and bad words can, can't come out of the same person. They can't come from out of, from a, the same place, the same mouth. So if you want to follow God, you can't gossip. Besides, who wants to be known as the best gossip in town? So, watch your words. Use them well. Speak the truth instead of lies. Speak good things instead of bad things. Hallelujah. What does it cost you to speak good things? To speak blessings? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Day 20. Godliness in relationship godliness in relationship beloved some people do not like rules but they are good because they mark for you the limits wise young people will always like to keep rules for their own benefit you cannot afford to disregard these rules if you want to be clean and serious about relationships it is important for young people to relate to people of opposite sex in a holy manner. Running away from any situation that can tempt you it's, it's, it's one way to keep yourself in godliness. Keep yourself clean and you have something to rejoice about in your future. Most of the people who keep themselves pure in their youth are happy in their marriages. Godliness and holiness are keys to happy marriages. Beloved, young people, let your relationship be healthy and biblically acceptable. He made you in his only likeness and in order that in all aspects of your relationships to the opposite sex, you will live to glorify his name. And as a result, receive a blessing of good relationship be obedient to his word 
and you will have a very positive testimony to give later in your life. Beloved, may our good God enable you to live a holy life as you relate with the opposite sex. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. This one applies across the board, whether single, whether married. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 21. Finish well. Finish well. Beloved, life is not a 100-meter sprint, but a marathon race. You need to keep going and remembering your dream. You need to forget your past because your past is past and it is dead. Your dream drives you. You must agree to change your lifestyle. People fear to change because it defects their comfort zones. It is impossible to improve in this life without change. Change is constant. So keep a positive outlook. Life isn't about what happens to you, but how you react to those circumstances, those challenges, those situations, the problems. Do you turn? Do you chicken in and bury your head in the sand? So keep a strong heart and have confidence in yourself and you will make it. Life also is not just an adventure. It's a fight. Life is not a rehearsal. You choose to be determined. You choose to hold on till you see desired results. What you want to see. Until you achieve what you want to achieve. Your determination is a reflection of your faith. Yes. Very important. Without determination, you will remain average. And below average. Determination is the fuel of progress. So decide to be different. Being different always attracts what you need to achieve. Your dreams. So fight where you are going. Fight for where you are going. Fight. The violence shall take it by faith. Remember, remember the Lord who is great and awesome. Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 14. Be serious with him. And also raise a prayer altar in your house. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Day 22. Never give up. Beloved, did you know that grades in school are not very good indicators of how successful a person will be in life? Success comes to people who never quit trying. Failure may shake them. It may shake them up, but it doesn't stop them. You've got to jump right back in and try again when you fail. Don't let a failing grade beat you up. Failing a class doesn't make you a failure in life. It's important to constantly pursue excellence in every area of your life. But the fact is, you will fall short somewhere along the way. So learn from your mistakes and take all your anxieties to the Lord. One of the cruel things about failure is that it can make you afraid. Some people get so afraid of failing again that they refuse to try. 
Some even get scared so much of taking another risk. So pray. Pray, 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 pray. And ask the Lord for strength to face the challenge again. Ask him to provide a clear path for you to work through removing the obstacles that tripped you up before. Each time you think about your failure, talk to God about it. Give him the burden of it. Thank him for the great success you are to him. And listen as he whispers to you, never, never, never give up. Be determined to win no matter what. Be a kingdom risk taker. No matter what. Very soon you will triumph victoriously. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 23. Who is your friend? Who is your friend? Beloved, who are your friends? What do you do with your friends? What kind of people are you drawn to and why? Are they important to you? And why? How do you deal with hearts from others? And what you have brought on yourself? Are you are your best friends born again or not? If you have friends who make wise decisions, then everything is cool. It's the foolish friends that get you into trouble. Proverbs chapter 13 affirms that in verse 12, in verse 20, he who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. Concerning the friends who are not born again, the Bible urges us not to be equally yoked with them. That being close to them will affect us negatively. So we should separate from them. This is how the Israelites ended up worshipping idols, which aroused God's anger. Hallelujah. And lastly, our best friends must be born again because they impact us positively. The disciples had great ministry because of being with Jesus. Elisha had a powerful ministry because of being with Elijah. Joshua, the same thing with Moses, etc. Friends who are born again will cause you to be prayerful, obedient. They will cause you to study the word and to become vibrant in the kingdom. We can have friends who are not born again. But our best friends must be born again. Hallelujah. If you don't want to be swayed from your God's purpose, from God's will, glory be to God. Amen. Day 24. Become a servant. Become a servant. Beloved. The Son of Man did not come to be served. Oh no. But to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. By so doing, he revealed to us that true kingdom leadership is not about getting our needs met, but about serving others. 
He called his followers to become more than just servants who can come and go as they please. Beloved, we are to be slaves forever, bound to the service of his kingdom. We were created to be servants. So what does that mean? How does that affect our day-to-day life? The first thing a servant needs to do is to understand what his master wants him or her to do. It is important that we, each of us, understand what ministry God wants us to serve him in. We need to have servant's heart and to be confident that God is our source of strength and life. It sounds difficult and in some ways it is. As sinful humans, our first instinct is to seek power and wealth, but not humility and service. Opposite. Beloved, we also must constantly fight, fight the urge to take credit for our actions or to allow God-given gift to be a source of pride. Yet, God expects us to be servants. So we must begin the journey right now. Are you ready to begin? Are you ready to take the first step towards discovering your spiritual shape? The area God created you to serve him in? It's time to realize why you were born and fulfill Christ's purpose for your life. That is to serve. So you need to ask in prayer, find out in prayer which area to serve God in. And you start. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 25. Jesus delights in saving you. Jesus delights in saving you. Beloved, do you have any people you think they are too far gone for Jesus? Maybe they think their sins are too big or their lives too ugly. They think God couldn't possibly save them. They think God's probably mad or that he's given up on them by now or that he's too holy to want them around. Well, this message is for the hopeless. God delights in saving the unlovable and the lost and the ones who think they could never be saved. To think that God couldn't save you because you are too far gone is to say, I am bigger than God. I can do something so evil that he cannot forgive. Is to say that I have more power than God. Beloved, the truth is that everyone is hopelessly lost without him. And every sin is repulsive to him. But Jesus died for everybody. No exceptions. Anyone who calls out to him will be saved. Jesus knew why he was on earth and put his whole heart into fulfilling the purpose God had given him. That's still his purpose today. Jesus wanted the people to know 
that what seemed impossible was possible with God. When matters seemed hopeless, God was able to turn things around. So, be serious about reading the word. If you want to know what Jesus said when he lived on earth, when he came. So, read the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. See what good news he has for you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Day 26. God is righteous. God is righteous. Beloved, God always is righteous. That doesn't mean that he follows the rules. Of course he does. There are his rules, but he goes beyond that. He does what is right for you. He knows you inside and out. And everything that comes into your life from his hand is the very best thing that could happen in your life. He gives you what you need to become the person he wants you to be. Someone who is more and more like his son. But don't think that everyone that happens to you, everything that happens to you is something that God does. When you or someone close to you sins, that has an effect on your life. But sin is never God's will. Or sometimes Satan hurts you. God allowed that with Job. The bad things that happened to Job did not come from him. But he knew what Job was going through. God can even take people's mistakes and certain wicked plans and turn them into something good. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Romans chapter 8 verse 28 says, And we know that all things work together for good, for those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. He is good at doing right. He takes even the whole full stuff in your life and turns it into something great, something that makes you stronger, something that brings you closer to him. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 27. Make your life count. Make your life count. Beloved, how do you live your life? How do you take life? Do you cherish every moment as a gift from God? Does your life or the things you do every day count? Whom do you talk to about what is going on in your life? How many times have you worked hard without bearing fruits? How much do you give to God every day in your life? Beloved, life is short. Make life count. The bad things in life God can work for good. God knows exactly what he has planned for our lives. God gives us life one day at a time. The love and power of God are what we need to help us deal with life. There is no purpose in life without Jesus. Every moment in life is a gift from God. 
and God wants us to talk to him about what is going on in our lives. Every time, every life needs peace from the prince of peace. When life seems to be going nowhere, trust in God. Jesus is with us through life's hard times. Life is continually changing. Jesus gives our lives a fresh start. We should give more of our lives to God every day. God molds us. He molds our lives to please Him. The Holy Spirit breathes a new life into us. Beloved, God is involved in our lives. God wants to give us life in all its fullness. Jesus came so we could live. Live life to the fullest. Life is a spiritual race, beloved. Jesus is the only way to have a real life. The only way to have eternal life. Hallelujah. Embrace him today. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 28. Your life is a gift. Your life is a gift, beloved. Isn't it amazing how God created man? God takes a handful of dirt and makes a man. Very humble beginnings for people who think so highly of themselves. Have you felt jealous of anyone lately? Do you think you deserve more than you have? Are you mad at God because your family doesn't have some of the comforts other families do? Maybe it's time to remember where you came from. Dust. You and all the people you are jealous of are just a bunch of dust. Your life is a gift. It's a blessing to be on earth and to be able to enjoy life. You've got the freedom to choose what you are going to do with your life. The point is to make something out of the gifts God has given you. Your body, your mind, your emotions and personality are specially crafted by God for his purpose. God wants you to use the time you've got on earth and the gifts you have been given to glorify him. Your glory comes later. Paul says that everyone in heaven will have a body like the glorified Christ. This means there's a lot to do between now and the time you get to heaven. So get started. God has great things for you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Day 29. Created for commitment. Created for commitment. Beloved, why is it, why is commitment so hard? You tell people, commit, commit, commit. They, they promise to commit, to commit. But it is so hard. They don't commit. Why is commitment so hard? Because we don't truly care about what the commitment would bring. Because we don't want what commitment brings. Obedience. Luke chapter 6 verse 46 says, 
Why do you call me Lord? Lord. And you don't obey me. Because we are afraid to trust and taking the risk. Don't ever think it was easy for Abraham to obey God. But he did. He obeyed God to the latter. For the disciples, it was not easy either to leave everything they they were doing, their career, their businesses, the career they loved and to follow Jesus. It is a commitment. It is a call of obedience. Beloved, we are created by commitment and for commitment and a true nature of spiritual living involves sacrifice, involves duty, involves commitment. The line of commitment is where you can grow in your relationship with Christ, achieving increasing levels of intimacy with him. You can experience changes in your life, becoming a walking reflection of how God can impact the character, habits, lifestyle, and attitudes of a human being. You can make a difference with your life by giving your resources and putting your spiritual gifts into play. You can have the life you've always wanted, but not without the final ingredient, commitment. You have to cross the line and purpose it in your heart. Seal it with a vow. Decide to follow Jesus. Commit. No turning back and you will experience the greatest journey available in your spiritual life. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 30. Faithfulness. Beloved, what's going on inside you is more important to God than what you do. So the faithful person obeys, not because he has incredible willpower, but because his heart is turned towards God all the time. When a faithful person fails, she is quick to admit it. She is quick to talk to Jesus about it. She is quick to accept his forgiveness. The faithful person is humble, Meaning, he doesn't think he can live his life, any part of it, without God. This is the kind of person God promises peace to. Now, having peace doesn't mean everything that happens in your life will be wonderful and glorious. And you won't ever be sad or get upset. The peace that God gives is a way down in your confidence. That everything that happens to you, whether good or bad, is something he will use to bring you closer to him and to make you more like him. Hallelujah. James said, count it all joy. Romans said, for all things. 8.28, for all things are working together. Hallelujah. As your friendship with Jesus grows, this peace will take root in your heart. He promises it will. Do not doubt his promises for you. Believe it. Get his word in your spirit. Hallelujah. 
Glory be to God. Amen and amen. Beloved, probably you are there and you have not given your life to Jesus Christ. Jesus is waiting for you. He's knocking at the door of your life. And he says if you open the door for him, he will come in and dine with you. Are you ready? You can repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner in need of salvation. I confess of all my sins and I receive your forgiveness. I welcome you into my heart. From today, I am born again. From today, you are my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the gift of salvation, for the gift of healing, for the gift of deliverance. I love you, Jesus, and I live for you. Glory be to God. Amen. Beloved, if you have been born again, you have prayed that prayer, you are now a new creation. Identify a local church and go there in that church. Commit to God, serve God, and grow spiritually. Amen. For more messages, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Purity Gitonga, and my podcast in anchor.fm, Purity Gitonga, and follow me also in Facebook, Purity Gitonga. There are many, many, many messages there. More than 200 messages, audios. You can listen to them. And Facebook, there are messages. You can read them. And you will grow. Your faith will strengthen. Amen. Glory be to God. Don't forget to share the links and these messages to your friends, to your colleagues. Even those that are not born again, you never know. The Holy Spirit is at work and he's around, hovering around, convicting every heart of sin. And one day, they will give their life to Jesus Christ. Glory be to God. Amen. God bless you and preserve you. Thank you.